Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today morning video update. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 16th of June and as usual with all the information contained in this video presentation it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this video presentation and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. Alright, well a little bit of a sloppy night we saw on the US markets last night and in commodity markets as well although the oil price continues to push higher. We saw the Dow Jones fall 94 points or 0.27 of a percent, 34,299. Nasdaq faring far worse, down 0.7 of a percent, 101, a Dalmatian, 14.073 for Nasdaq and the S&P 500, down 9 points, 42.47 there, leading to a fall on our SPY futures of around 12 points after that pretty impressive day yesterday where we saw big rallies across the major stocks especially. That VIX index up 3.84% to 17.02%. But the reason, I guess, for the U.S. fall, slight nerves creeping in before the uh, Federal Reserve meeting this week. They've got a two-day meeting and word from uh, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell afterwards. And Janet Yellen faces a Senate hearing committee as well. So plenty happening in the U.S., keeping investors on tenterhooks. And also, uh, given it is peak U.S. holiday season as well, uh, somewhat lower volumes and a little bit more volatility creeping in to the U.S. market. In terms of commodities, though, we did see Brent crude at 1.5%, $1.13.73.99. WTI up $1.24, $72.12. When will our oil stocks start to uh, appreciate the rise that we've seen. Gold though falling another $9.50, $18.56, spot 4-0, down half a percent. Uh, iron ore pretty much unchanged last night. 222, three little ducks, spot 3-5, up 0.02 of a percent. And in other commodities we had some big falls last night in the copper price down 4.3%, nickel down 4%, aluminium down 1.8%, zinc unchanged, lead down 1% and tin down just under 1%, leading to a fall in BHP of 0.8% and Rio down 0.6% in US ADR terms. Aussie dollar slipping below 77 as well. Interesting move there, 76.88 at the moment. Here you can see the S&P 500 closing down that uh, 8 points last night. So nothing very much, but certainly very much in the can't really decide what to do camp at the moment and doesn't really want to kick on, doesn't really want to kick lower, really and truly waiting for that Federal Reserve meeting to uh, to come out. That'll be out on Thursday morning our time, I guess. As far as major stories coming out of the US last night, once again, bipartisan infrastructure proposal, etc., etc., blah, blah, nothing very exciting there. Slow down in key corners, the commodity market uh, does fit with that thoughts that peak inflation fears have passed. We've seen a big fall recently in the lumber price and in other commodities, so that is feeding into the no inflation, nothing to see here kind of story, and that it is transitory. It remains to be seen whether it is, but we shall see. A slowdown in Google search activity suggests US consumers may be cooling off a bit, and it certainly seems that US consumers are actually buying services rather than goods at the moment. So that's an interesting shift as they come out of the pandemic 
and those lockdowns we've seen across the world in Europe and the US, uh, they are spending money on services rather than stuff. Stuff was what they bought during the pandemic lockdowns. Services is what they're buying on release, especially showing up in cruise bookings, airline bookings and holiday bookings as well. Real estate prices around the world flashing bubble warnings not seen since the 2008 financial crisis. I think we all know that, certainly from Sydney and Melbourne, etc. prices. Uh, crazy stuff. EU and US agree to end aircraft subsidies. That's a 17-year dispute between Boeing and Airbus now at an end, in theory. I think it's just the five-year end at the moment. China hits back at NATO, saying it will respond if challenged by the bloc. And the Pfizer and AstraZeneca vaccines offer significant protection against the Delta COVID variant. And a survey shows that hedge funds are looking to ramp up crypto exposure by 2026. As far as what's on in our market today, we've got the Westpac leading index for May, the ABS household impacts of COVID-19 out as well. And we've also got Japanese retail sales for May and industrial production for May. In the AFR today, the Altium bid certainly looks as if it dragged the shorts to cover, but the lack of enthusiasm for the bid at 38.50 continues. And analysts have run the numbers on Autodesk to see whether they can up their bid. Uh, seeing as it's still a long way away from their bid, uh, that would be uh, a little premature, I suspect. But it does look as if the Autodesk balance sheet is a little stretched, as are the two competitors who are most likely buyers of Altium. So it does look as if at the moment that's languishing around $4 or around 10 12% below that bid price. In terms of overseas, we have BHP, as I said earlier, down 0.6, Rio down half a percent. Ten-year yields in the US now 1.49%, which is exactly the same as Australia, 1.49%. Germany, though, languishing at uh, 0.23%. In fact, that's a minus number. That's negative. Interesting developments today. Bell Resources, which is no relation to Bell Potters or no relation to the old Bell from the Alan Bond days, is planning to install ultra-fast DC charging stations in car washes throughout the country and it's hoping to get costs down to around 10 cents a kilowatt as opposed to the Tesla charging stations which are around 52 cents a kilowatt. In the US retail sales dropped more than expected in May rotating back to services from goods we've talked about that and the biotech index on Nasdaq has retreated by as much as 1.9 percent yesterday and on track for its biggest drop in a month. Yesterday we saw all those big caps having a serious rally CBA, West Farmers and Woolies all touching record highs. There were 19 other stocks in the ASX 200 that also hit record highs, but those three stocks account for around $300 billion of market cap. National Australia Bank and CBA are subject to another anti-money laundering probe as connected with a PNG company called BSP, ASX stock code BFL, which has only just been listed. And Satire came out last night after the market closed. They went into a trading pause yesterday after falling around 22%. They came out after the market closed with their Pauline Hansen response. The please explain. Uh, They did more than the Schultz reply, which is I know nothing. They actually pointed to the fact that their business model remains robust. They have legally binding agreements with suppliers. They're diversified, etc., etc. So if you're a Satire holder... Maybe that will give you some confidence in the business model, but the market certainly has started to feel a little bit less optimistic about that one, and a 22% drop yesterday was somewhat worrying. 
And in PointsBet, we've seen the release recently of 22 million shares from escrow. These are director shares, and uh, there will be more to come on that in coming days. Question of the day today, the insurance sector, certainly a sector that uh, a lot of people don't tend to look at, but it is a quasi-banking sector to some extent. They do also benefit from higher bond rates because they park the cash from the premiums there. And also talking to the Long Short Fund uh, CIO yesterday on the podcast that will be released at the weekend, he was talking about the insurance sector, especially QBE and the price increases they managed to get through uh, which seem to be sticking, and uh, that's really helping those net insurance margins that they have. So in the insurance sector, yes or no to that one. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there. There's 3,500 members all chatting to each other on that group. Members helping members is the motto, so it's good stuff. Please head on over there if you haven't already, and uh, I will be on the call today with Koshi at 12 o'clock, talking about 12 uh, interesting stocks. I have to say, one of them is IAG as well, and uh, we will be going into a bit of a deep dive on some of those stocks. But thanks very much for listening, and have a great day.